Chapter 2 I took a creative writing class once, because MIT required a certain number of humanities, part of an effort to make their graduates appear well-rounded. There you have it, one of the crowning achievements of my life, and I revealed it as though it were part of something else, as if it was the writing class, not my alma mater, that mattered. That's not exactly a lie, but it's not exactly truthful either. If I were to tell you as complete of a truth as I could, I would say that MIT was, hopefully still is, one of the best schools in the nation, that it was a big deal that I was accepted, and that it was always something I worked into conversations. Stupid to let a degree from over a decade ago define me, but it's the truth. I never wore my brass rat, our official class ring which, as a member of our student council, I helped design, because that would have been too obvious. In fact, I always told people it was sad to see so many former classmates still wearing their brass rats, as if they were trying to relive the glory days. Brass rats, people would ask. Oh, I went to MIT, and that's what we called our class ring. I would scrunch my nose and explain, as though I hadn't prompted them into the conversation. Anyhow, I peaked early, and getting in was the highlight of my academic career. My grades were shitty, and I worked as a glorified technician for years, begging to get on papers as a third or fourth author, time and time again, before a school like UCLA would accept me. But that's another story. So, this writing class I took at MIT, I waited until the beginning of my junior year, and in between 10.301 Fluid Mechanics and 10.213 Chemical and Biological Engineering Thermodynamics, I registered for 21W.730, Expository Writing, The Creative Spark. That's one of the egotistical idiosyncrasies about MIT. Every course is a number. So you never say you're majoring in chemical engineering. You say you're course 10. The humanities weren't really large enough to have their own numbers, and so they settled for a number and a letter, 21A for anthropology, 21F for foreign languages, 21H for history, and so on. The reason I bring up the writing class is because Guy, my 21W.730 professor, would probably have an apoplexy if he ever read any of this. Guy was a writer, a musician, and a pothead who had somehow drifted into teaching creative writing during his latter years. His debut collection of short stories had been a Pulitzer finalist. In the decades that followed, he would constantly tell people he was working on a novel and that he was this close to finishing it. As far as I know, it's still not done. Instead, Guy drank, got high, and was married and divorced three times. This, despite the fact that almost all of his short stories featured the recurring theme of closeted homosexuality, makes you wonder whether any of his ex-wives were literate. Anyhow, he would show up for our seminar-like courses clearly hungover or high, with his orange-tinted sunglasses daring you to question his lucidity. He'd slouch in his chair, bored with us and our pedantic stories, and then suddenly would decide to contribute, to insert some morsel of genius, a flash of insight the rest of us missed, before slouching again, 
his paycheck for the day earned, his reputation reestablished. Of course, we tried desperately to arouse his interest. We refrained from straying into genre, a lesser plane of existence in his worldview, and quite unfortunate considering where he was teaching. We infused as much originality into stories that were essentially barely revisionist versions of childhood traumas and imaginary discretions as we could, but ultimately we were a fairly boring group. Many of us were Chinese and spent too much time trying to explain in our stories how Chinese from Taiwan was different from Chinese from China, Chinese from Hong Kong, or worse, being an ABC, American-born Chinese. Our narratives describe the sacrifices of friends.